Welcome back to the basement, boys and girls, grown-ups and children alike. You are now tuned into Chunky Lash of the Podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as usual. Uh, this, is a, this is a pretty special episode. Uh, this is actually, uh, this is one of, I think, our only kid-safe episode of Chunky Glasses of the Podcast that we've ever done. Uh, it's for a very important reason, because our guests uh, uh, today actually make music specifically uh, for children. So, if you came here uh, this week and you were looking to hear words like or then you are out of luck because we're not going to say those things this week. Uh, what we are going to talk about is a, a really great project that our, some of our friends are working on. Uh, some of our new friends are working on. Didn't know Kate before this. Now I do. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, I'm talking about the Rainbow Rock Band. This is um, a coalition of people. Uh, a lot of them are in the IOTA scene, if you're familiar with that. People like uh, Ben Tufts, uh, Aaron Mason, uh Brian Walker, even, and uh, Derek Every, who stopped by the basement with Kate. Uh, and what they do is they go out and play music, dress up in colorful costumes, play music for kids, talking about shapes, colors, and all that. You know, teaching them, not just teaching them basic uh, cognitive lessons, but also uh, exposing them to music at a young age. We talk a lot about this on this podcast, and I can't stress enough how important it is to me personally uh, that. Uh, music be it, it should be a part of everyone's life it should be like deeply ingrained in their life and I, I, I think that the earlier you can start kids on that or people on that uh, honestly the better the person uh, will turn out to be as a person so uh, they're doing some righteous work here uh, and they're doing it you know it like uh, park openings they're doing it at libraries uh, they've got a component in here where they're uh, collecting books for people it's, it's just a great great thing that they're doing uh, so Back in, I think, April, maybe, they released a CD. It's out now. Uh, so they're shopping that around, being bought up by libraries. By libraries. You're going to hear a lot about that. Uh, so I invited uh, Kate and Derek down to the basement uh, to talk about all this and this important work. And uh, honestly, had a blast. So um, we're going to have some stuff down in the show notes. You can check out a little more information if you want a little prep work uh, for this one. But uh, I think it's time. I think we're ready. So let's get on with the show. Here you go. This is episode number 127 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, uh, featuring our sit-down with the Rainbow Lady and Guitarmony Gus, a.k.a. Kate Moran and Derek Avery of the Rainbow Rock Band. Okay. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man. Nearly a two-word review, just a shit sandwich. That right there is a lot of a Kate Moran, welcome to the basement. Hello. Derek Avery, we know you. Hello. Um, this is a 
I'll say I said this up front in the upfront thing. We're gonna try not to cuss this time because <laughs> we're talking. Well, no, we were talking about some important stuff, and see, that's the start there. I said another <laughs> word. I could have said, uh, Kate, you are the proprietor and founder of Rainbow Rock. Correct. Uh, let's get a little like background on what that is first off. So Rainbow Rock is a band for children. I've learned that you can't just say a children's band because then people think that it's a band of children right. performers. <laughs> so it's, we perform for we, children. We, we are yes. we are children's entertainers. entertainers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, Which not to be confused with educational entertainers. Exactly. No, not that we're not educational, but right. we're not one hundred. We're not like. And not, we're gonna and we're gonna get into yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Not every song is like eat your broccoli because no. Because no. <laughs> that wouldn't be fun. No. Uh, so Lynn Ravelli, who's actually, uh, the fiddle player, Princess Fiddlesticks, Mm -hmm. she, uh, I had a regular pop band and, and she was in the band and we kind of wanted, she had a a four-year-old, I think Micah was four and, uh, and then my nephew Henry was around the same Mm -hmm. age and we wanted to just kind of write some kids music or start working on kids music and, uh, Delray Music Week was happening. We needed another kids band. So... Rainbow Rock was born, <laughs> so that's what happened. It was completely out of necessity and Man. and and somewhat of like I wanted to do it. I can't tell you how many projects I've been in where it's like someone needed something, and so we just said whatever, <laughs> yeah. and then and now we're a band. It's like what? Uh, no, but oh, and I always forget this. So I have this skirt that uh-huh. I wore in high school in a production of Bye Bye Birdie. Okay, at T C Williams, <laughs> and uh, we. The skirt is a rainbow skirt, and I uh-huh. wore it at the sock hop that we had to do in Delray. <laughs> I know, it's random. Can we explain a sock hop to our younger <laughs> audience members? I don't even know, because when we were there, I was like, we're not playing any 50s music. Right, like, right, we were right. playing pop tunes, mm-hmm. so it was more just a themed event in Delray, as Delray, mm-hmm. that's the neighborhood I live in, and uh, we do a lot of community stuff. But the skirt, I wore the skirt and this mother, uh, Jen, came up to me uh, about probably a month later and told me, she's like, oh, my God, I got to tell you, I was hanging out with my daughter and I was like, let's have a dance party. And she Mm -hmm. screamed out. She's like, is the rainbow lady coming? (laughs) And so that was it. I was like, and that's your fate was sealed. Yes, my my fate was completely sealed because I was like, oh, that would make a cool like kids character. And. And then the rest of the chips fell into place. So, mm-hmm. and, and you're in uh, education for, yes. you actually just got your uh, doctorate? I did get mm-hmm. my doctorate. I am Dr. Moran now. Dr. Moran. I make everyone in the band call me that. It's <laughs> true. She Not does. at all. How, how, how does this all tie into like the work you did, say, for your doctorate or what you're going to be doing with it? Uh, I... It's always funny because when I finish the doctorate, it doesn't I'm, like, at all. No. I'm not doing anything with it. No, I, I, I did my study uh, using an exercise program with kids with disabilities. So my interest has always been, even all throughout school, I would always work with kids and do music and work with kids and do music. And when I went off to college, it was really hard. I was like, do I want to study theater or music or whatever? Or do I want to study education? So I got my undergrad in theater. And that's huh. where a lot of, I think, my ideas come from for our shows and the setup. And then uh, I ended up going back to school to get my degree in special education. So what's awesome about Rainbow Rock is it combines both of those right. interests like right. really well. And it get, and it allows me to really have fun with the kids and, you know, play around and be silly and also get them moving and think about right. fine motor skills. And also I think about like education stuff and we do shapes and colors and stuff like that. So 
it's always like a, thinking about education as well as the music. Like I think about yeah. what's going to get them moving and that's related to my study because movement helps kids learn and helps them like with so many things. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So they're, yeah. they're coming from not an education background. <laughs> 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 um, uh, so so where, where, do you, where do you plug into all this here? Because um, it started off like essentially like you two and then... No. 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 There's so um, much more to this story. She, Kate... Kate had originally had um, someone else uh, playing guitar for her uh, in in this uh, in the in the Rainbow Rock mm-hmm. scenario, um, and it it became one of those things where you know she we had or she had shows that would come up like on weekdays, and this person had <clears throat> you know a regular job and couldn't commit, and uh, back and forth. Uh, she needed someone to fill in and she called me randomly one day. It was like 20 minutes or something before. <laughs> Since I got a cancel call a an hour before. Um, and she's like. Can they, were, they were stuck at work. Right. You know, it was no fault of their own. And I was like, I was work. like in bed, like, with like <laughs> misery crumbs all over my chest and just like hating my life. And she was like, hey, can you like come to St. Elmo's in Del Rey and play guitar for my kid's set for like 40, 40 minutes. I'm like, they're all songs you'll know. It's I'm easy. sure you it's teach them. It's really easy. Yeah. And then it's just like, uh, yeah, I guess I can pull myself out of a stupor and yeah. come down to a coffee shop and play music for money. Okay. Sure. And, uh, and then I did and it was fun. And, um, apparently I did an okay enough job for her to, <laughs> to ask me to actually like do something prepared. And then, <laughs> yeah. um, then we decided to rehearse. Right. Yeah. And then one thing led to another and, and she has completely put the consumed wig on. my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a very colorful thing. I, it I, is. I, I, I haven't seen you guys perform yet because we don't have kids. So right. Out, right. But, right. Uh, hey, our show is cat friendly too. Oh, we try. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. We talk about lots of cats it's and true. dogs. Yeah. We're Cat, very animal friendly. We're very animal oriented. Yes. Yeah. I need to start putting this stuff on the calendar. That's right. Um, there is video though. You can go to YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually looking at your site. <laughs> For your listening audience. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna get into well, we do that too sometimes. Like watch this wait while yeah. we watch this video. Mm-hmm. Um so both of you are songwriters. Mm-hmm. Um and uh because I'm bad at research, I d- did not research your material beforehand. But I know yours pretty well. Mm-hmm. And it, what difference in mindset do you think you guys have as far as writing a song like one of your songs, Derek, to say writing a song like "Squirrel on My Cupcake"? Um, I I mean the 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 approach to to writing has evolved over the last couple of years. Um, like I, Kate had originally come to me with like probably three or four um, originals that mm. she had already finished um, that she had kind of mocked up on a ukulele. Um, she knows like three chords on a ukulele. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're all in the Actually, no five. <clears throat> oh, now, know five now, now she knows five. I know five. She's learned two a more. Diminished seventh, perhaps. <laughs> no, no diminished. Seventh. No, I don't. I don't know that. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're working on it. I was looking at a children's ukulele book today. Because <laughs> I was like, Did you just learn I the fifth really, chord this morning? Really is that it? Honestly, <laughs> did you wake up this morning with four chords in your and pocket and like, now nah, you have, have five? five. <laughs> I actually think I have seven. I probably have seven. I probably have seven. Ooh. But I really only write in C, F, and G. That's true. That's true. And A. Occasionally, an I throw in an A. Yeah, every now and again. Um, but uh, but yeah, she she'd have the songs kind of roughly sketched out, and and I just kind of did what they did, and mm-hmm. and then anything new that we added, um, like she would have an idea, and it would be very similarly like here's the three chords on a ukulele, and I would either step in and. 
be like, that's cool. Let's try this. And then, you know, like kind of yeah. produce or arrange uh, differently, um, offer little nuancy suggestions that, that I have. But for the most part, it's pretty much Kate, Kate's little brainchild yeah. doing its thing. Yeah, because I mean, I, I would imagine you're coming at it more from like because of your doctorate in educational stuff. Like when you're say writing a song like for a not rainbow rock audience versus that, are there things that you know just in like even educational theory and stuff that you should be in a song, and then you have to like work within what you know about songwriting to make that work? Yeah, I mean, and I I think Derek adds a lot to the songs. Like even recently we were writing, um, uh, was it the Lily the Lizard, which mm-hmm. is a new song about mm-hmm. colors. And mm-hmm. then Derek had the idea. He's like, well, why don't we do a call and response and things like that? Mm-hmm. So so it might right. be that I come up with like an idea of um, a lot of the songs. I get the ideas from my nephew, Henry. He'll like say a line and I'm like, that's it. Lily the Lizard. <laughs> We're writing a song about that. But then my brain goes to, OK, well, what could we do in this song? What right. would is it going to be a movement song or what is it going to be learning? So like, you know, for Lily, it's all about colors. Mm-hmm. And sure. then, and what's different about, I think, the kids' songs is, like, in a typical song, you typically have verse, verse, mm-hmm. like, bridge, verse, or, mm-hmm. or, or I mean, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, yeah. chorus, bridge, verse, chorus, or something along those lines, right? And I think in a lot of the kids' songs, like, you don't have to have a bridge. <laughs> you don't necessarily. Really? You can pretty much sing verse, 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 verse. Yeah. I mean, can, is, that, is, that, is that because of the, the uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put this. Well, think about Old McDonald's. The sophistication of the audience? It, maybe. Or? It, 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 I also lot, think it goes to content. Yeah. yeah. It, it really depends on what you're trying to convey. I mean, like, it, I, I'm, I'm more of a, a like, w- what is the song about? Right. And then how, how are you trying? to tell the story either musically or even lyrically um and it's really difficult to think one way and then the other um so like if you're if you're more of a musical songwriter or you're more of a lyrical songwriter um you know and i i know a lot of people who are amazing lyricists and don't know how to put a song together sure and and vice versa um i'm i'm weird at both so right right. whatever and i think Uh, our songs have like a great combination of both types of songs. No, uh-huh. totally. Um, but yeah. like the the songs where like you don't have to have the standard like pop uh, song structure. Like the audience is gonna get it. Like as long as you're telling a, a cohesive story. Um, like like what you said with like Old McDonald. The whole song is just Old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. What did he have? It was this, and then noises, and then repeat. And right. just, there's and no verse, there's times. no chorus, yeah. the whole thing Which is, is more, just more an exposition style. Like, I, I mean, right. like a six-year-old is not going to need to hear, like, uh, a song like End of the Road. No. They're not, not going to need that experience. <laughs> no, no. And they're not going to, well, I hope they don't understand that experience. Right. And, like, that's the, like, you could write a kid's song that's, like, you know, that, like, tells a story literally. Like, the like, like very Shel Silverstein, like, the, yeah. the first verse is what happens, mm-hmm. and then the second verse is what happens next. Yeah. Um, or you can have a song that's just, like, Hey, here's a silly concept that we repeat a lot, and then right. there's kind of a little bit of stuff thrown in to sort of like web that silly concept with something tangible, uh-huh. and that would be your verse, and then the chorus is silly concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, there's lots of different ways to now, do now it. Now, some but. might say that's sort of trying to brainwash kids. <laughs> if that, I mean, it's, I mean, no, it, it's interesting because the way songs uh, work on that is like certain things work. We've talked with a lot of people down here about that. Uh, in fact, uh, do you, I don't know if you guys know Louis Weeks, mm. but he's sort of obsessed with with how certain things affect a person sure. in a song and stuff Ooh. and how really good songwriters can do it and some can't explain why they do it mm-hmm. but if your effect is what you're talking about like just getting them to understand colors it's 
it it can become this weird conditioning. Like, do you feel you've gotten locked in on like what works with these kids, or that that's it's hard because is there the guy at the back just going meh? I mean, <laughs> it's there's really no way to to know. Like, we're still sort of feeling that out. Yeah. Like, we'll go to shows and we'll 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 play a song like Lily the Lizard and like the, like we've done yeah like we're still working a it couple out. of times yeah. now yeah. and like each show it's been we've had a we're different reaction a we've had different things we've tried yeah um well, the 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 thing with that song is we do this thing where we like just talk through a rainbow basically um so we just sit there in like red orange right. you know and uh and then we have and then like the second time we do it. We make like we don't make, but we you know we ask <laughs> politely what is uh, this? to the, the the children in the audience to you know w- respond what the color is, and they yeah. go red, and then we sing the line for red, and then you know blue, and then they sing the line for blue, um, and then the third time we do it, they have to do it in time, and that's difficult, but they've already we've already worked through it once, so like we sing mm-hmm. the chorus, and it's just red, orange, blue, whatever, uh, and then. The second time we do it, here's the chorus. It's this color. And then the kids say it. And then we sing a line. Next color. Kid, what is it? Kids say it. Sing a line. And then the last one is we just point and they just on top of it. They already know. Red. And then it's already in time. So now right. they're singing the song basically for us. But they're also learning how a rainbow is, you know. And I don't know if that's necessarily brainwashing. It's no, it's, it's, brainwash. it's teaching. It, well, it's it's teaching, um, but it's it's, it's, it's conditioning. Yeah, it's it's conditioning through repetition. Um, and it's it's an interesting. Uh, it is kind of an interesting experiment. Um, to to see like how how a song can affect. Uh, people differently like right. some, some kids would be like all oh, like oh man i'm totally gonna say yellow when they say yellow and other kids are like couldn't be more bored you know? <laughs> uh like god talk about spider-man or something <laughs> you know yeah i mean it, it it seems that it would be um you know if you're stripping a song down to its its base level mm-hmm. and and playing to an audience that really is just starting to grasp these basic concepts as uh, I would, I would imagine when you guys see that it's, it's satisfying in a different way than uh, if you're out like in up on stage at IOTA playing for a bunch of drunk. Oh, definitely. Um, But it's also, uh, it's sort of interesting to think that like, you know, they're also learning while they're listening to you how songs can work mm-hmm. without even knowing. Yeah. yeah. Because you're following the rules, except for like just, I mean, there, I don't know any off the top of my head, but there are some songs that are just like one long verse. Sure. And then you're done, you know? And, uh, but, uh, you know, they're getting this information from you guys early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, is that uh, going to be more of your focus? I don't know that that's the focus. I mean, my my focus and my thought whenever I'm writing songs or whenever we're doing them is, is and I think this is kind of, I don't know, I guess it's probably the same as like a regular adult audience, but yeah. it's you're, you're writing stuff and, and, and creating things that's going to engage them yes. into real involvement, you yeah. know? And so I don't think that's any different than an adult audience, but mm-hmm. like the kids are going to show you mm-hmm. Like very clearly whether they are into it yeah. or whether they're not, you <laughs> know, and 
So maybe yeah. they're training you. The, yeah. It's, like, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in front of a room full of grownups and I've been like, hey, everyone, let's do this thing. And like some of them are like, OK, I'll clap with you or right. sing the thing back or whatever. But a lot of them are just like, no, I'm drinking or I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a meal or I'm talking to my whatever. Um, but kids like instantly yeah. like they they will. One thing that I that I will definitely say about children versus adults is a uh, uh, Kids are very honest and uh, almost almost too honest, uh, and they, they can't help it. They just know what they like and what they don't like. But kids can also tell when you're trying to trick them way yeah. better than adults. <laughs> um, so they, they definitely spot when you're being, like, disingenuous or when you're being, like, really cool. Right. And we're just trying to have fun yeah. and entertain them, and they they get that, that we're not there to sell them anything. We're not there to be like, you know, hey, if you like this song, check out this really cool Rainbow Rock lunchbox, <laughs> you know, um, like every time, right. you know. Not that we don't have merchandise, but yeah, we yeah. don't we You don't guys have, have a CD for sale? We have a CD for sale. We have, like, coloring sheets we give away, and we have, like, And Aaron, and Aaron produced and, a CD, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron, Aaron engineered it. Um, we don't really have yeah. a producer. It's like self-produced. Sort of all of us. With all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I offered, but I was touring. Yeah. And... No, we all worked to, on it together, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say there was, like, an official... Yeah. yeah. And, um, and the big group as a whole includes not just you, Derek. I know Ben is in it now. Uh, ben, Ryan, ben plays with us. Ryan Walker. Um, uh, Kevin D'Souza. Uh, Matthew Barry. Um, Michael Ma- Ma- Lynn Ravelli. Michael Matisse, occasionally. Um, yeah, he's coming back, so yeah, he'll probably when, get involved. When he's in town. Yeah. Uh, who else? Adam um, Ashforth. Adam Ashforth, yeah. yeah he just um, played with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a, a a pretty cool roster of peeps. Because every as you know, they're all amazingly busy. So, <laughs> so I learned very quickly that you need, you to, know, have you need to have and then substitutes, you have substitutes for, for the substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because then it just makes for a very colorful rainbow. Yeah. Does, does Ben come in and grumble about uh, kids? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I know he doesn't. He's 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 great. He's Which, good. That's interesting because Ben is like out of all of us, Ben is the one that works, he works with, with children, children the, the most. most. Right. <laughs> um. And but like I I I've always kind of assumed that I would be like the the darkest member of the band. <laughs> you kind of thanks. What's your um, name in the band? I I I'm gonna get to that. I okay. intentionally <laughs> named myself um, this. Kate tried to give me the Captain Toe Tapping. Uh, no, but that was a, we came because, up with because a, I was filling in. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. And then I was but like, but then we were like, we need. You I'm need coming to up with my own name. name. So I, I decided to go with, um, there's this word that I like to use uh, when I'm talking about uh, playing harmonies mm-hmm. on a guitar, and it's guitar Um All right. Because it's cute, and I like, I like to push words together. Sure. Because I'm horrible. Sure. And uh, <laughs> ask my girlfriend. She will say that I'm terrible. Um, but. Uh, no breaking news on the podcast today. Ta-da! <laughs> the world spins on. Derek is still the worst, um, but but I wanted I wanted my name to be Gus, so nice. I so I, a it alliterates and that's fun, and then B I can come in with like a hangover or be gloomy and like wear my sunglasses and everyone's like what's wrong Gus and it's like I'm gloomy today get ah. it I can be awful if I want to. You could also dress as a cat. I could yeah. Well, Gus is not coming down for this no. one. Poor Gus. Is your cat named Gus? Yes. Your cat is named oh. Gus. He is, he is on every other podcast. He knows oh. Derek, but he doesn't know you, so that's probably why. So he's why. being shy. Um, he smells my dog. 
<laughs> that would that would definitely do it. Um, so you guys did the CD uh, when that came out a couple months ago, right? Yep, May thirtieth. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it doing well? It is, yeah, mm-hmm. actually. We've been selling a lot to um, libraries online. <laughs> They've very, I've had to restock really? with no. CD Baby like multiple times. Yeah. Because, I mean, you guys are stepping into a field that, I mean, not established for them, but like like people like they might be giants mm-hmm. is doing mm-hmm. stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, out, we're not, I, we are not at that level. No, yet, well, no, maybe but, not at sales, but I mean, I yeah. think, you know, you're, you're definitely doing something similar. Like right now, mm-hmm. this is regional, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah, we haven't we haven't done any touring outside of the DC area. Are there plans like we ex- played in Maryland and Virginia? Are there plans to expand it? Or I mean, because yeah, you've totally. got yeah, the yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. It's just setting you know figuring out spots to play outside of this area. And right. I think I know my music connections are mainly around this area, and then sure. even touring wise, the venues that everybody plays are all adult venues. <laughs> so sure, it's, sure, sure. So it's figuring out that kid circuit and getting to some libraries. Yeah. And, and, like and that. that was actually my next point is like, is yeah. like where you guys usually play because Li- libraries, because obviously, yeah. you know, unless it's like a special event, 930 club is going to be like, and opening for, uh, I don't yeah. know, whoever's. The Wiggles. Yeah, right. the, yeah. 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 Is that, that even a thing awesome. anymore? I don't, I don't know. They don't do. Know. They do like okay, big, cool. like, you know. The big um, oh, venues sure. like, like uh, no, I used Lake to, Patriot I used, yeah, I used to work yeah. uh, concessions at the Patriot right. Center, and I, I worked a lot of One like Disney on Ice, there. and <laughs> yeah. I worked like Wiggles Live and Teletubbies. It'll and all be that Rainbow stuff. Rock Live, yeah. Patriot Center. Great <laughs> on ice. <laughs> Rainbow yes. Rock Live yes. on ice. On I ice. will not be on ice. For I know. Well, we'll will, be we'll be on a platform, and yeah. people will just be like skating around us. So, It'll be so, an extravaganza. So the types of venues you guys are playing now are it's, Jam and Java. Mm-hmm. They have a huge uh, kids music Absolutely. scene, very established. Uh, Children's Hospital. We've played at the National Zoo. Mm-hmm. We played out at. Um, uh, like summer concert series, mm-hmm. so like out in Ellicott City, we played mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, a lot of lot of park stuff. Herndon um, um, Farmers Market, we're playing there mm-hmm. tomorrow. Some so some, like some shopping center series. openings and forty four ten out in Haymarket. Um, yep. Basically, any any music venue. Oh, yeah, playground opening. Uh-huh. Yeah, any, no, nice. any any music venue that like is willing to put on a kids performance and yeah. and wants, oh Ebenezer, yeah Ebenezer's, Ebenezer's Coffee yeah. House up in uh, Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. and then we play monthly at St. Elmo's. It, we play monthly at both Ebenezer's Coffee House and St. Elmo's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Ebenezer's we took two months off in the summer because July and August are like right. Everybody travels. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. around. Although uh, July was probably our busiest one yeah, ever. That was a fun little jaunt. How? Um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the, the talking about, like, getting out of town more, um, like, that that's going to be the biggest hurdle is, like, trying to find venues that, you know, like, yeah, it'd be great if we could just play a bunch of libraries and, like, get in front of people and, like, try yeah. to get the brand mm-hmm. out there. Um, that might be the best bet, like setting up library tours or, uh, maybe even like school related, like book events, things like that. Um, uh, talk to, talk to counties, uh, in, in other, in other states and, and try to get like on like elementary school field days or yeah. something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's the weirder <laughs> than trying to organize like, like a tour for like an, like an adult contemporary band, you know? Yeah. And you also oh, have to sure. think about like time. Like yeah, our shows are all at 10 30 They're all 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so then it's not like, good for a rock star. Right. Well, but even just touring wise, it's like coordinating that. It's just a reverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mindset. Yeah. Everything's, everything's, everything's backwards. Like backwards. Usually they like wake up at 10 and then like get coffee and then get to the venue by three. Right. And scope right. it out. And you know, have set up at seven and play at nine and then leave at one in the morning and then go to sleep. And, but no, backwards. Backwards. 
yeah. you're done by noon and then you have like the rest of the day to get to the next place. Yeah. This is noon and beer is okay. <laughs> <laughs> right after that. When you, when you guys go, um, you know, you're, you're doing these stuff like songs that are explicitly like teaching about colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, uh, or have you yet, uh, gotten into like, say you go to set, play a school, say you went down to Richmond, mm-hmm. um, and would, you go in and say talk to administrators or teachers and stuff and explain to them like your program what you're doing and try to get the kids involved that way for more like a, a sort of a policy like a light policy sort of aspect of it like from a an educate department well, of ed kind of well i mean yeah, yeah somewhat but um but uh, you know if if you look at how not just music but like arts is getting gutted in the school mm-hmm. yeah and i think yeah. all three of us here can attest to like the fact that it is the most important thing you can give a child yeah. Period, mm-hmm. and you don't have to give it in a school, uh, but right. but like my parents can't play a thing, mm-hmm. so um, and you know, but they put me in a program when I was five, yeah, and it like changed my life, like it something probably happened to you, something happened to you, yeah, and stuff like that. So I mean, can, do you see doing this and saying look, this is this is sort of like a curriculum that we've built for these kids, mm-hmm. and then saying hey. You know, this is important. Can we go and maybe, like, you know, shift your art class over to that for the day? You know, that's actually something we haven't really talked about, um, but it's definitely worth considering. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I know we haven't talked about it, but this I think... This is the only just, time I've ever made sense. <laughs> coming from the from my background, it's always something that's in the back of my mind. Like, I already have... I'm starting to put together and, resources and yeah. for the website mm-hmm. that would go along with, like, our songs. So, right. like, the shapes so that the kids could cut out the shapes and go along with yeah. it. I don't know, like, if I would gear it towards... A curriculum saying, you know, the the music end of it more, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've mapped out fully like what that curriculum would look like. But I definitely there's so, there's a lot of potential for a lot of things mm-hmm. with the music that we're doing. I've thought about storybooks and yeah. you know lots of stuff like that. So I mean, there could be music books. Uh, because, you know, yeah, and you don't have to specifically address like you know this is why you should right, play this guitar this, because yeah. as, as a medium to get that stuff across versus me sitting down and telling a kid, hey, this is blue, this is right. red, shut up, it's right. red, right? Versus me playing a song to them and, and stuff is it, it's the difference is magical almost, yeah, and yeah. and how that is communicated to somebody. Oh, so. absolutely. I don't, I mean, like I I grew up with a with a. Um, what was it called? Um, Animaniacs. Remember? Yeah, that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That was like my Hello thing when nurse. I was a kid. Hello, nurse. I they they put out records. Um, yeah, and it was, you know, someone in a studio was just like, "Hey, I have a good idea. Let's just pull all these songs uh, out of the air and whatever. We'll make the Animaniacs sing them, and it, it'll just be a product that Warner Brothers can put out." Yeah, but they were really educational. Like they they had a songs about like you know, all 50 state capitals and like, I know them. Like whenever anyone's like, what's the capital of blah, blah, blah. I think of that Animaniac song. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not eight anymore. But well, I mean, for, for like people my age, it's Schoolhouse Rock. Sure. Oh, right. yeah. You know, I mean, I I mean that, that too. taught you like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And it was drilled. It was between whatever lame cartoon was on like early Saturday morning. It was right. like, oh, Schoolhouse Rock is on. I'm going to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, now I still don't know how they make a bill, but <laughs> like, I don't right. think anybody does. Yeah. But, I don't think anyone really understands. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's um, stuff like that. I think. Uh, I mean, even look at uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Sure. You know, that's not it. Well, 
<laughs> you can argue if it's educational. There's, but the reality is, is they get they marriage. get away with with telling with telling okay. jokes <laughs> that they no, could I not tell guys. by wrapping it in a song. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing about the South Park. I know you said the South said Park guys. guys. I know you said guys. It's just you just heard the South. Park. I just heard the South Park. <laughs> is that the South Park? Yeah, that's like such a. thing. Is that like the South Park? Do you want to go to the Target and? The targets, um, or the, the iota. Uh, <laughs> I know the iota is iota. like the iota, but it always bothers me. Is that, is it? that. I, I think it's the no, iota it's, it's club and cafe. It's just right? iota. We, I know, but everybody calls it the iota. We had a thing where I, I was talking. Really I, I had like Andy and them down there. I had mm-hmm. Ryan down there, and, mm-hmm. I, and I kept saying I would just say couch choir. Right. They're like, it's, they're like, it's, it's the, the couch choir. The I'm like, okay, yeah, right. It's the Derek Avery. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna start calling you <laughs> the Derek Avery. Great. The Derek Avery. One more. Horrible as long as you thing. start talking about yourself in third person, I think we're okay. When have I stopped? <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but, but back to what back to my point sorry, is what we were okay. saying. Sorry, what? Is it is it you know you have like music being such a powerful medium and stuff mm-hmm. like what you what you guys are doing is clearly like intentional, but it's 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 like important. And it, I when you started, I was like, oh my, that's awesome. <laughs> that because the scene in DC isn't necessarily focused on that. It's they, they can be uh, issue oriented. I know this uh, In It Together Fest this weekend is mm-hmm. donating to a lot of great causes, but that's different than actually being like, okay, we're going to actively educate the people about something. Because honestly, if you throw a concert and be like, I'm raising awareness for X, mm-hmm. and you just play your songs, like 5% of the people give. Uh, bleep out <laughs> X. that's true yeah i don't know it's odd though because i like the songs that we have they've turned out to be this way mm-hmm. like they've turned out like sheriff of shape town came because i saw this picture of lynn's son you know right and then you know these ideas pop into my head i don't know if that's because i i, I was a teacher for so long so that's right my mind just goes that way i don't know but i don't know that like with Lily, I was just, I guess that was the only one where I was consciously like, I kind of feel like this should be a color song. Mm-hmm. But Squirrel and the Cupcake was not, you know. Right. And superhero is just like, oh, superhero. And then from that came like, oh, we could have them doing this like or that, you right, know. Right. So I guess it's it's a little bit just from like, where does the melody come from or the inspiration? I don't know that I'm, right. I'm always like, yeah. Let's educate them. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, the, the mission as a whole is, is is that is that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> like a lot and well, I'm obviously, everything crea- everything I, obviously I think your creativity is just going to as as uh, well, normal songwriters is just going to happen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the fact that that happens, yeah. I mean, it turned out honestly academic and, and boring. I think if you sat down and <laughs> be like, true. here's the lesson plan, Derek, you play it like this or I'm going to hit you. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like I'm, I don't think we sit down. And we're like, we're going to write a song about numbers. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't happen that way. I, but, don't know, I don't know how many times we've said, let's write a song about being quiet. But, yeah. And we never it hasn't happened. <laughs> we really we not for need the, to not write for the that. Kids. Not for it's the kids. For the title? It's really for the adults. Can I possibly to be quiet? the sound of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got a blueprint there. Yeah. Just just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um so Derek, I know you're Derek, you're actually been writing songs for your like the misanthropes uh-huh. or what, whatever is going on. How is this changing like how you do that? Um <laughs> Does it? 
Um, Are you putting sound effects in your songs now? No. <laughs> uh, it it doesn't. Um, <laughs> let me let me let me think of how to how to word this without being weird. Okay, here here you go. Um, I I write songs for me for my mm-hmm. thing a certain way, um, and. I'm always going to experiment in, in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I'm always going to try new things and try different things and, and, you know, just kind of expand on like the stuff that I already love and like what I haven't done. And, you know, I always try to grow and develop. This is different. This is not, I'm not trying to grow and develop. I'm just trying to be silly mm-hmm. and, okay. uh, kind of get, get that energy out. Um, cause like my whole life I've kind of always been, weird and silly and theatrical and like when i was in high school i did i did um theater improv um and like i don't have an outlet for that in you know with the misanthropes or Mm -hmm. you know writing songs about breakups and (laughs) being being all rock and roll like you you can't really get on stage at a rock show and and make weird voices and faces and make a unicorn yeah (laughs) <laughs> and, wait, favorite. make a make a what? A, a unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> he was like, "What was it? Clomp, clomp." I don't, I don't Jake. remember. <laughs> There's sometimes we play Old McDonald and kids suggest animals, and sometimes the animals are mythological. Any of the weird ones I give to Derek. Any, any, anything that she can't impersonate, like off the top of her head, I yeah. have to, I have to do an impersonation of. Apparently. Wait, did, now, do you guys work in the classic to like hook the crowd? Like, no, oh, and just, here's one off our latest album. <laughs> we had we because since we started, when I first started doing it, I didn't have original kid songs, yeah. so mm-hmm. we've gradually written more and more. Now the set is pretty much, I think, it's we mostly original. It's yeah. all originals. There's maybe two songs that yeah. we'll do. You know, just as like a warm, like if you're happy and you know it. Or yeah. you are my sunshine. We have to be like wheels on the wheels on the bus is like, it's like, is like a good the kid. It's like it's like yeah. wagon wheel for kids. It totally like every, is. They all know it. I missed that when engaged. I was a kid, but I saw my nieces go through it and I was just like, what is going yeah. on? And it just good stuff. <laughs> um But back. back but to but you. but right. But I'm but I'm really silly and I don't have an outlet for that. So I've kind of let that part of me sort of die. Uh, or, or at least That's not, so not dark. come out publicly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, so I've kind of been like this, this like kind of closet, like goofball, goofball. And this is a really good outlet for that. So being involved in this kids project hasn't really changed how I've written like my own music, but it's definitely changed how, uh, how I care about my persona. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I've kind of loosened up a little bit <laughs> over the last couple of years and just right. been like, oh, whatever. I can just be silly and it doesn't matter. Right. You know, so that's how Which it doesn't. I mean, that, well, that, yeah. that's honestly that's that's better than an influence in your work, because like you could right. say that, like, well, yeah, now I can be silly in my work. But if it's if it's affecting you personally, that's I mean, that's a bonus for you guys. I mean, you sure. you get I mean, as, as a performer, like you. You get something out of it, no matter what. Hundred percent. But if you do the same thing over and over and over, then you might not get as mm-hmm. much out of it. So if you can find new ways to uh, to do this, and you know, if it involves putting on a tutu and a purple wig, and you know, whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, that would be directed at Kate, not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, For those of you listening in Radio I have Land, a lot of wigs. right. Um, I don't wear the purple wig and the tutu. So but you do wear different sunglasses sometimes. and t-shirts. Yes, I like to change my clothes you occasionally. Your, yeah. 
<laughs> do you have a wardrobe department? I do. I do. One day we yeah. will. I keep imagining the day when we're, I'm large enough that I can have like a wig. Well, so like I, I actually, I actually do have a wardrobe department in my room. I have an entire drawer dedicated oh, to, yeah. to what I wear to Rainbow Rock shows, right. which is exclusively comic book T-shirts. Yep, <laughs> that's amazing. I can write off all the wigs and all this stuff because there's certain things that I would never wear anywhere else, but our shows. Mm-hmm. So there is costumes and nice. And every time we add new members, I try right. to embroider a hat or mm-hmm. a shirt or, a shirt or something for them. You made a lab coat for Ben. I did make a lab coat. That that's really cool. Cool. <laughs> that's somewhat like appropriate. The perfect article of clothing that's impossible to play drums in. I know, <laughs> but I told him. I said, "Do you want to?" Do? And he was like, yeah. "You can wear it for pictures." Yes, he wears it for pictures. It was really funny though because he, the the show that he he played at the CD release in May, and he wore this like Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. And he wore it like. <laughs> Just he just wore it because it was colorful, and then she gave him this lab coat, and then he puts on the lab coat over the Hawaiian shirt, and he looked he looked like someone like roused a doctor like out of like a <laughs> deep sleep on vacation, and like he had but to come in fun. for like an emergency surgery yeah. or something. He's like standing in jam and job at nine thirty in the morning. His hair's all like <laughs> his hair was crazy that day. He looked like a nutty He's professor. He, it was perfect. <laughs> it was pretty good. It, it definitely when he was over here last time looked a little struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah. I think he's cut his hair. Uh, no, no. He no. just is no. back. He, yeah, it's a uh, mess. So, it's so, crazy. so you know, we all, love your hair, Ben. <laughs> all joking aside about having the wardrobe thing, like you said, you, you know, background in theater. Mm-hmm. So, is that what you see? Like, could you see like booking this into a theater to do shows? Oh yeah, I mean, I I think like we'd love to do like the Kennedy Center has that the Millennium Kid, State, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Wolf Trap does stuff. Yeah, and, but those are all you know. I think we just need to keep doing what we're doing, and mm-hmm. and you know, the more exposure we have then yeah i mean well well, chris now if you're listening you can book them at the millennium stage yay uh so and he (laughs) probably he probably is listening we would love to uh, he he takes care of all that so i mean take over broadway or (laughs) i mean i don't know i i see big how theatrical uh, theatrical, because right now you're doing music and you're doing some like performance stuff right oh it's a lot of performance i i get a workout during this do you have any background in that uh, in like theater and yeah. stuff, somewhat some some improv. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. in high school, you, you yeah, well, yeah. You said and, improv, and also in 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 uh, elementary school. What and, about like and Ryan? middle school? I don't know. I no. think Ryan did some theater. I don't know yeah. though. I don't want to speak for them, but I know. Shrug. I I, could see, I see like a lot of different set designs yeah. and stuff like that. Just a rainbow my, rock adventure. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, and the songs really lend to different stories because mm-hmm. they kind of tell stories. So mm-hmm. there could be different characters. Like we already have cutouts of characters from the squirrel and the cupcake because Lynn drew them and I had them blown up and so it's like that's like the beginning of our I believe we call those set pieces that's right we have some set pieces and pretty soon we'll have some backdrops right Great. More stuff to bring in. No, I will not. Like at this point, I'm not right. creating any more because my car can't hold anything else. So. That That's one thing that I that I uh, didn't really expect when I took the gig, which is, is like the, the, the load in and load n- out. Not so much the load in and load out. It's like what we're loading in and loading out. Right. Yeah. I'm like I'm used to, you know, a guitar and a bag full of right. cables and right. like a mic stand and like maybe a PA system or some speakers. <laughs> but like outside of that, it's like, why am I carrying this like giant squirrel in a cup? <laughs> and like a picnic table and like all these colorful hats and yeah uh, weirdness you're doing stuff. it to make kids, kids happy, microphones yeah, yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> to make kids happy 
But I mean, you guys are. Well, yeah, because you're a hit. I mean, I, I see like all of these. You're playing all these shows. I see the reaction to it. Yeah. See people talking about it. I mean, it's <laughs> the last the last uh, stretch of um, shows that we had. We 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 ended. Um, we had uh, uh, oh, this, yeah. this show at this community center in uh, in Vienna, and there were probably like sixty seven kids. Yeah, and every they single, were aged six to ten, right? So a little old for our I'd a, say little, a little, little bit, bit yeah. on the old, older side crowd. Right. Um, but every single one of them uh, were really particip- uh, participatory. Yeah, uh, English and. Uh, Really, really cool. Really got into the set. And then at the end of it, they all took a coloring sheet and they asked each of us, her her and her mom and myself, to autograph them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like, I mean, they, they waited in line. They, we had lines. My mom children. looked up and was like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this line is <laughs> like way my, too long. My wrist hurt. My, like, my wow. hand is hurting me. It got weird. It, it got really, really weird. Well, and then we took a picture mm-hmm. with and, them. And they all bum rushed they, me. They like, I literally <laughs> was surrounded by these kids and they were touching my wig. And it was like kind of the first moment where I was like, wow, this is what it must feel like to be. I feel like I'm one of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Except my crazy. audience. They were like all, all really around. Tiny. And I was like, okay, everyone take one step back so the rainbow lady can stand up right it was crazy but it's super fun mm-hmm. and they were really sweet they were really sweet kids yeah. that was a fun show i mean and, and you don't get that when you play for adults no. adults get, are like you don't get barely, and, yeah and garmed in public i love that yeah, yeah. kids are great yeah yeah i'm trying to think of the last show if your father john misty you might get that yeah maybe well, yeah, like legends, yeah, you know, yeah. people like, you know, I'm sure Bruce Springsteen can't finish a right. set without having a bunch right. of like 57 year olds going, dude, can I touch your hair? <laughs> but, you know, so he, he has the rainbow lady effect, too. But, you know, he's also the boss. He, so is, the boss. he is the boss. He's good. Um, so what do you guys have coming up? What do we have? We have the, the farmer's market. Farmer's market. We got the Ben Tufts and friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's uh, August 22nd. And mm-hmm. then we have first Thursday in Delray. Yep. And that'll be on the first Thursday in August. And then we have um, an, a Tot Rock Festival that's in September. Ooh. And that benefits. I have a, a charity that I set up um, when we started this band just because yeah. I've always done a lot in the community. And I, I felt like this was a natural way to kind of um, reach out to the audience because it's it's a charity that's set up for kids. So it's rocking the rainbow to kids in need one item at a time. Right. And so throughout the year, I do different collections like I do. We just did swimsuits for summer and we donated over 30 suits to the local wow. um, human resources in Alexandria. And we've done school supplies. So that's what we'll be doing in September. Um, it'll be collecting school supplies for an elementary school in Alexandria. So but it's super it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What else do we have in You got anything else you you want to plug or? uh, I think those are the only big ones in August, but I feel bad if I miss one. Did you look? (laughs) I I couldn't find anything else on my calendar. Oh, okay. Uh, What's the 12th? Oh, we'll be at Lake Ridge Neighborhood Library on the 12th. Oh, hey, yeah. Library. Yeah, library. Um, and then Sherwood Regional Library on the, the third. Just go to rainbowrockband.com yep. and all and of our put, schedules on there. We're going to put all the links <laughs> in the show notes and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's hard because con- we always are getting shows in, so mm-hmm. it's constantly getting updated. Yeah. I think we started July with like nine shows, and we ended up doing 15. Did we? Yeah, like before <laughs> the take, month of July. take over your regular gig? Um, well... No, because they're during the day. Yeah, for- yeah fortunately, true. like the latest we ever play is like 
Occasionally right. we'll have something at like four or, or six seven. or seven. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like 10 or 11 or two or one or, you know. Yeah. That's about it. So any like, chance can, of any chance of a spinoff Rainbow Rock After Hours for the parents? <laughs> um, that would be hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> I, as soon as I said that, I'm like, I don't even know how to interpret that. Don't, don't, don't put that, that idea yeah. in my head because yeah. I'll, I'll run with it. And oh boy, will I run with it. A lot of the texts between band members coming up with things tend to be an adult after hours theme. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> coming um, up with the album title was interesting. That, that is one thing like when, whoops. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, you're welcome. I, uh, <laughs> there's, um. Keeping it PG. Yeah. We. <laughs> If if you're in a band and or you are a musician, you generally have uh, a really disgusting brain. Yeah, and <laughs> I, um, I would agree. yeah, you you know how it is. Um, your name is Kevin. Yeah, you get it. Um, <laughs> but um, when when you're in a kids band, it's it's not any different. You just have to put a filter. On the disgusting and uh, yeah. <laughs> but but when you can't do it when it gets to the point where like you just have to say it you turn to the other band members or you text them or you whatever and oh and boy. then every time you sing something that's all you right. can think of yeah so I've, I've ruined a lot of songs <laughs> for her them, them. so wait so wait well you're up on stage singing these gentle rocking songs to kids teaching them stuff you're really thinking about no no i mean no. It, i'm not constantly thinking about it but occasionally like something like very middle school will pop into my head yeah. and i'll be like <laughs> okay i'm gonna tell that to kate later yeah and then i will and then she'll go stop, stop. or she'll laugh Most of them any of them involve alligator noodles i mean i don't know where you go with that no. Uh, we won't get into that. We're okay. keeping it PG. We're PG. <clears throat> We're staying on target. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. I'm tapping out. Yeah. So, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're, we are about an hour. Okay. So, uh, wow. Unless you got something else you think we missed that you want to talk about. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I can't right. think of anything. Well, thank you guys for coming by. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having us. When when do you uh, uh, expect this to be? This is going to be before, might be next week. Oh, oh cool. okay. That'll be pretty soon. That'll be good so, for Ben's sweet. thing. Yeah, get it up for Ben's thing. Going to have all the links in the show notes for this. Um, and uh, oh, I feel like I should say the other people, the other bands for, for the For the, the uh, sure, ben yeah. Friends? Yeah. Yeah, do yeah. because, I mean, you guys are doing, this is something he didn't do last year, but it was a kid's show. Yeah, right. so Ben's added on this year a whole morning of kids' music, and so we have John Henry, the guitar playing man, and then the Great Zucchini, and the Great <laughs> Zucchini is like, he's this guy, Eric, and, and I've gotten to know him kind of outside the music scene, but he, or booking you know, events. And, uh, he's been doing this thing for years, like the kids scene. And he has like, I was talking to him just the other day. He's got like three to four shows on a Saturday, three on a Sunday. And then throughout the week, he does two or three shows a day. So he, he is like just constantly busy. So we're really excited to have him. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's supporting Ben's um, charity. The, the scholarship set up for his father. So, I mean, we were really excited. And when Ben pitched it to me, I was like, yeah, let's let's figure it out. Let's make it happen. So, yeah. And that website is Ben Tufts and Friends. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So people should check that out. There's links to tickets. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have a whole flurry of stuff. I know. I know. Are Patrick is Patrick's gonna make it out. I think. Uh, I'm not sure if I am gonna be in town, but yeah, there. it should be a fun day. It should be a really fun day. <clears throat> yeah. Well, over twelve uh, hours of music. Yeah, that's the kids' performance. Is like it starts at ten thirty and goes until like one. One. Yeah. And so it's like the whole morning. It'd be and, amazing if it yeah. was like the whole time, like concurrently, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh like live, we, like Live Aid. But. Oh my we tried. We tried to do that um, last 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 year a little bit, stage? but but yeah, the 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 year before last, we we tried to alternate. Too much. Acts and it was it got to be a little weird because if if one stage is like three minutes behind, that puts the next stage like six yeah. minutes behind, and then you know it just you just go back and forth and you're basically just playing tug of war with the time, and then eventually someone's set has to get cut or it becomes like you know total chaos and but for the, the stage manager. Well, and your and, audience too. I think yeah, and they like, have to jump back and forth for the Tot Rock Fest when we we did the first one this past March mm-hmm. and. We had talked about that. That's one of the things they had said. They were like, oh, we could use the front lobby and then have the main stage and go back and forth. And I was like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Because one, I saw how it went for Ben's right. thing, which wasn't so bad, but those are adults. Like, yeah. You take kids yeah. and start moving them around. Kids kids in, in, a, in any amount of a, of a group um, taking taking direction to go from one place to the other back and forth all day sounds exhausting and worse than hurting cats so. <laughs> exactly so i was like no yeah. and time wise too i told ben i was like yeah you can't go beyond one o'clock for those because then you've lost the kids when we did the she first one i think we went to like one thirty-two, and it was like yeah, too it was, late it was a lot rock nasser said nobody and they're like superstars Wait, rock nasserus rock yeah. nasserus are superstars in the kids scene they, and they are super cool guys too. You guys um, may have to come back, and we have to get the uh, dark underbelly of this this kids rock scene. Y- it's There's a, a whole, lot of yeah. It's a whole world, and I'm just learning it because I'm having a book. The mm-hmm. like the this Tot Rock Fest, we have two other bands. I'm <laughs> and uh, and if you thought being in a regular rock band was tough, <laughs> dealing with club owners and managers, you tried dealing with some librarians. Band. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> They get fit. Wow. Oh, it's Mr. John and Friends and Einstein's Monkey. They're playing. <sighs> I know. <laughs> the names are just awesome. They are. Yeah. Um, well, how about this? Once you guys have taken over the world, which we'll I'm thinking you do, we'll come <laughs> you come you. back uh, and we'll talk about this again. Cool. cool. Right. Thanks for and, having us. Yeah. And uh, also, congratulations on the first and only Child Safe Twenty Glasses of the Podcast. Yeah. We did it. We did it. All right, <laughs> see you guys later. All right. Bye. That was Kate Moran and Derek Avery of Rainbow Rock. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I, I really did. I'm glad we finally got to do something like this, something a little more, uh, a little less self-involved. You know, talking about something that gives back uh, to the community. Like I said, that you know, we, uh, you know, we 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 accumulate this knowledge. And these talents as we get older, and uh, if we keep them to ourselves, it's sort of a waste. So they're uh, they're definitely they're definitely giving back and helping out a, uh, a younger generation. Uh, so we're we're gonna put a bunch of links in the show notes, like I said up front. But 
Uh, be sure to check him out at Ben Tufts and Friends Benefit. They have a whole new morning show. Uh, you know, get the CD for your kids, support them, and hey, maybe maybe you want to join Rainbow Rock. I don't know if this is a thing, but shoot Kate an email. Uh, you can reach her on the site, on the Rainbow Rock site, that is, uh, and uh, shoot her an email and say, yeah, I, I think I would really like to get out and lend my talents to this and, and just keep it growing and growing and growing. Uh, thanks again to uh, Kate and Derek for coming down to the basement. That is about our podcast for this week. Uh, next week, I am going to be in Iceland and uh, going to be there for a little a little while. Not too long, but so, so we're going to have these things running on autopilot. So if something goes wrong... I can't do anything about it. Uh, next week, we're going to be featuring a talk uh, with my friend Chenault and Brian Pagels, the Beanstalk Library, to sort of explain our love of the band Yes to You. Chris Squire died a, a little while back, and and you know the impact of that is uh, still being felt. He's a remarkable musician, even more remarkable, just a bass player. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. Also going to be having Jimmy Rhodes on the podcast coming up. Uh, and then I promise we will get around to stuff like Titus Andronicus. Uh, I know uh, Dave Rawlings Machine announced a new album uh, just today in Binary on Twitter. So we're going to be talking about that for sure. Uh, if you haven't seen his or listened to his first uh, solo album, go do that now. I beg you, go do that now. Uh, so as always, thank you for listening to us. Uh, that is sort of the point of us doing this. Also, we're going to put at the bottom of this thing, uh, I meant to mention this up front, uh, we're going to try something new. You know, I, over the years, I've put a little bit of money into this. Not, it looks bigger over the years, but it's nothing bad. But, you know, this does cost money. There are fees uh, to run it. They're, they're nominal. So we're going to put a little tip jar at the bottom. If, if you really like what you're hearing here, uh, click on the tip jar. You can donate what you want. Uh, you can donate. We have a thing for a dollar if you dig it or $10,000 if you dig it the most, baby. But, uh, you know, at that person, I will cook you dinner. But, you know, otherwise, you know, if, if, if you listen to one of these and you're like, man, that's really cool. Uh, you know, I, I like what they're doing. I want to help them out. Uh, the money will go to uh, basically sort of we'll, we'll put it away, sock it away, upgrade our equipment. A lot of times we have some beverages. Sometimes they entertain down here. Uh, and so maybe snacks for our guests. And then, uh, you know, if we start getting enough, then maybe, you know, we'll start like donating these to charity uh, for this specific one. Uh, just kicking it off. If you want to uh, donate to this, all of it will go to Rainbow Rock. So uh, that's a thing that's happening right now. Uh, so, so think it over. You know, I, not gonna lie, I got the idea from uh, the guys over at Random Nerds. They're doing a little patronage thing. Our friend Marcus Dowling writes for them. I, I think it's a good idea. I think it's uh, you know, it's, it's it's great. If if you if I like something, I want to give them money. So there you go. Uh, so. Uh, that is it for the podcast. We will talk to you in about seven days. As always, be good to your ears, uh, but be better to your people. See you guys in a few. No, 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 no,